Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is better than yesterday. I'm Osher Ginsberg. Thank you for being here. I'm grateful you're here. This is a podcast which is here to make your day today better than yesterday by having conversations with people who can help us learn how to do just that. From lessons they've learned doing it themselves. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm here. We've been here since 2013. There are lit- there are over 500 interviews and hundreds of episodes on Fridays, uh, which is just me and you. And um, I thoroughly recommend you get stuck into them. There's a listener survey in the show notes. If you could help us out there, I'd really appreciate it. You probably hear other podcasts talking about it, but it also, it's very useful because I don't, you know, research is really important and it's important to know that I'm giving you what you need out of this show. So please jump on board that on me if you haven't met me before. My name's Osha Ginsberg. I'm a, a podcaster, I'm an author, I'm a TV host, I'm a ukulele player. Well, I know three chords, but that'll get you most places. That and the truth, apparently, according to Bono Vox. And I'm here three times a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So today we are going to, basically on on this show on Wednesdays, what we do is we go back and have a listen to an episode from some time back, take a couple chunks out of it and go, yeah, you should really go back and listen to that because it's pretty, 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 pretty good. I taught Wolfie how to do that yesterday. We were driving and we were down on the South Coast for a, for a thing and I told him how to do the Larry David pretty good and he does it. He's like four. So, hey, Wolfie, how was lunch? Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> he does it because he gets a laugh out of me. But he's yet to do it in front of any other Kirby or Enthusiasm fan, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> it was pretty cool. So 2014, I had a fantastic conversation with television presenter, former Miss Universe Australia, personal trainer, founder of a wellness brand called Kissed Earth, mother of two, the magnificent Rachel Finch. She's super cool. In this episode, we're going to talk about uh, her life as a new mum, which she was fairly new at the time, her modelling career, how it got her from Townsville to uh, oh, New York, and what the modelling world was like 
on her health, on her mental health. She was quite open about it. Rachel and I recorded this episode nearly 10 years ago. She just had uh, become a mother to Violet, who is going to be 11 in January, wild. So how did it feel for Rachel to be a first-time mum? Absolutely incredible. And it's like the most... I was telling you this when we first met. It's something that you just cannot describe. You know, you've got this information in your head that knows a child is coming into the world and, yeah, there's going to be an extra body in the house and, oh, you know, it's going to be amazing. But the reality of it when your obstetrician puts that living being on your chest for the very first time is like nothing else. And when I'm at work and I've got low energy or when I'm doing something that I'm I'm not happy about or I, and I try to make myself happy, she is one, the one thing next to Michael that puts me back up. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like it gives me goosebumps and it makes me so emotional because, oh, she's just incredible. There's not many people who are 25 and have a a three-month-old baby. A lot of people are like no. busy like, I'm off for career building. And a lot of people were shocked about it. Back in the day, it was so normal to have a baby at 17, 18, 19 years of age. I remember as a kid, my mum mum had me when she was 34, mm. my big brother at 32, and that was in the 70s. Yeah. So I remember going to school and I thought everyone's mum looked like my mum. Yeah. No, my eight-year-old friends, their mum was 26. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was hot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so for me now, and I always imagine myself having a baby, like, you know, how you paint this perfect picture. 26, I'll get married. Maybe 27, I'll have a baby. I'll move into my very own house at 28 and sort of, you know, plan it out like that. But having a baby at 25, yes, it does, it does seem young, but it's totally about the foundation in your relationship and totally about the foundation in your lifestyle and uh, your career and things like that. So, of course, things are always going to change. But I think as the most important part is the strength in your relationship and, and knowing that you can trust and rely on your partner. What was the conversation like when you... Well, we actually wanted to try earlier. But because of, of my line of work with Speedo, I work for a swimsuit company, and with Everything I'm doing, I, and because I haven't been in this industry for so long, Miss Universe was 2009. So I started working with Channel 7 at the start of 2010, started working with Speedo at the start of 2010 as well. Because it had only been two years, it's kind of like, oh, okay, so now she's got to stop and have a baby and things get put on hold and she's got a big belly and she's not going to be able to do these things. So we did consider that. But we, we're just such family people. So we, it feels weird to say this, but every time we made love, we always imagined that, creating a child, and that's just the most spe special, special thing. And so, yeah, so we tried um, last Christmas, actually, and I was actually pregnant on our wedding day. So we were dancing around, but I, we didn't know, though, because the, the pregnancy test didn't, hadn't come up positive. So we were dancing around, having a fun time, and, uh, yeah, we were pregnant. Wow. I was pregnant. <laughs> well, we. Yeah. He's also, he's a part of it. Oh, yes, yeah, slightly. <laughs> half and half. Takes two to tango. <laughs> now, Rachel is a former Miss Universe Australia. I wanted to know how that felt for Rachel. You know, at what time her beauty became something she was aware of and where the journey of modelling competitions began for her. I never really saw myself as beautiful. 
I've never really seen myself as attractive, beautiful. Like when I entered my first modeling competition, I had pimples over my face, like a lot of pimples over my face. I've always found my body to be like a little bit out of whack, like out of proportion, a little bit heavier legs because I did a lot of sport. So I never really, yeah. So but if my, you felt that, why, why did you enter a modeling competition? Well, mum said to me, why don't you do this for something different? And I kind of said, oh. And then it got me, that got my train of thoughts, t- you know, uh-huh. ticked off my train of thought. Where was the modeling competition? In Townsville? In Townsville, yeah. Um, I was 15 and I remember when they called out my number, 35. Was it at some shopping mall? Where was it? Yeah, it was at... <laughs> It was at oh, the Burdekin, which is like half an hour outside of Townsville. So, um, yeah, we were on stage, all the contestants. It was just some random hall at the back of in Burdekin. Like, there was 80 contestants, so it was quite a big comp, um, but all the local girls. And I remember uh, they called out 35, and I couldn't remember my number. And no one walked to the front. And then my friend next to me goes, that's you, Rachel. So I walked to the front and I won a modelling contract with an agency in Brisbane and then that's when I moved down to Brisbane. How old were you? Uh, 15. So you're 15 years old and you moved down to Brisbane? Well, I, I, because I was still at school, I, I, I moved there but I still travelled back and forth. Like I was based essentially in both locations because all my modelling work was in Brisbane. So I would go down for jobs weekends after school, miss out on days at school and then come back and forth. And your mum was cool with all this? Yeah, she was cool with it. Dad was a little bit different. He didn't like me missing out on so much school and he was a little bit sceptical about the modelling world as there is very strong stereotypes, understandably on his behalf to be sceptical, as there is very strong stereotypes on the modelling world. So he's worried about, here's my 15-year-old going to a city far away mm. where there's, I think your brother was there at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're only her brother around, but her brother's not going to come to shoots with her. No. She's going to be working with men. And <laughs> yeah. He's a man. He's like, I know what my daughter looks like. Yeah, totally. Wow. It's a, it's a, I'm, I'm the only girl. So it's a dad-daughter thing. Mum was freaking amazing. Like she would travel everywhere, anywhere around the country for me. She'd give me her very last cent for uh, the new pair of heels I needed for that next runway show. And it was the same with my sport too. Every finish line she was, I could see her crazy hair jumping up and down cheering for me. I couldn't believe, looking back now, I can't believe how much energy she gave me and how much that actually helped me. But at the time you don't think about that. You're just running the race. You're just, and I remember one time uh, I was running a 200 metre final competing at Queensland All Schools. I was so nervous and I've always struggled with nerves. I was so nervous that we're in the marshalling area. There was two races to go before us and uh, I went up to the timekeeper and said, I just can't run this race. And she goes, Rachel, what do you mean you can't run this race? Like this is the final and you're in lane four. Like you've pretty much got this, you know, and I've sort of said, um, I'm just just feel really sick, but really, I was very I was too nervous. I was I got myself so worked up, anxiety and everything that I was physically making myself sick. Oh man! So I pulled out of the race and walked back down to Mum, who was waiting at the finish line. My race was ran as I approached Mum, and it was being run. She's looking at the the race, looking for me, 
and I've come up to her and she's looked, looked at me, looked back at the track, looked at me. She's like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I just, I feel sick. I, I'm just too nervous to run. And uh, she was very upset, but she said, doesn't matter. It's all good. You know, you do what you need to do. So, but yeah, she was there every single step of the way. She's had all the photos and yeah, it's just, and it followed on through to the modeling. We're back in just a moment with Rachel Finch. Uh, As I said, these are a couple of chunks out of a much larger episode from nearly 10 years ago now. If this show is useful to you, the best thing you can do for me, just tell someone about it. You know, tell with your mouth, using words, uh, using Auslan, semaphore, uh, Morse, email, text, sharing it in a social media fashion. All counts. You can also subscribe and like and comment where you can. Back in a minute with Rachel Finch. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Better Than Yesterday. It's Wednesday, so we're having a listen back to a conversation from some time ago. Today, it's Rachel Finch. This was early on in the show. I'd been up for less than a year. Still wasn't doing very well in my head, so sometimes in those early episodes, you can you can hear it in my voice. In fact, often you can hear it in my voice, particularly in the intros. And um, this was episode 39. Uh, Rachel Finch and I had been doing breakfast radio together, which was super cool. And she was kind enough to say yes to my idea of a podcast, which I had to explain to her what it was at the time because it was 10 years ago because I've been podcasting for a freaking long time. Rachel Finch is marvelous, lovely human being. She started her modeling career at 14 and she's founded a wellness brand. It's called Kissed Earth. So I wanted, I was interested to learn that healthy eating is something that Rachel has always been interested in, but unfortunately was not something she'd always had a grip on. I just, I get the shakes if I don't eat. You know what I mean? Every hour and a half. Yeah. Unless you eat. Oh, I'm trying to stretch it out to Maybe two. two. Come on. <laughs> Maybe two hours. But it's so important for me and I've always been around a table of a lot of food and just, you know, lots of water and healthy, a healthy environment. But I guess seeing a little bit of a lot of cigarettes, a lot of coffee, um, a lot of things that kind of models you know, everyone's completely different. I've seen such healthy, healthy models, which I absolutely admire. But I've also seen the models that survive off one bowl of cereal a day. Wow. And for me, that just is completely shocking. And it's not just about what they're eating. It's them lying in bed in between their castings with no energy because they've had literally nothing to eat all day, they don't have the energy to do anything between castings. So that's kind of 
what they've molded. They smash coffee to 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 keep their energy up to be able to get to their casting. And God, that's not going to do wonders for your mental health, is it? Well, that's the thing, and you know, I could never understand why. Oh, is she upset with me? Did I do something wrong? Did I take up too much bathroom space? Did I have too long of a shower? I wonder if she had a cold shower. So I always thought it was, you know, but. Now I think, well, I'd be angry too if I had 10 cups of coffee and no food. <laughs> oh, man, I'd be so terrible oh, to be around. Yeah. So that was a huge eye-opener for me and something that I didn't want to go down. How did you stay eating healthy then if well, there was no food in the fridge? like, de- How do you find the market in Singapore? Well, that was very hard to find fresh food, especially things I like, just heaps of salad and vegetables. I, used to, I found myself having um, lots and lots of salad with cans of tuna. So um, there was one market I always went to for my, for my vegetables. But, yeah, I, I got I also, I guess, caught a little bit of it where I definitely limited what I would eat. I would always think carbs were the enemy. I always ate, but I watched what I eat. I stripped everything back. So we're talking like 7% body fat is good. I'm pretty confident in saying that I had less. Wow. There was a point where I was so thin and without fat that I just look back at my pictures. I couldn't believe it. I wanted to bring one for you to show today, but been a little bit crazy. So That's all right. But yeah, I just think, how did I get that, that thin? It was just so crazy. So how much lighter, because you look amazing. You had a kid 12 weeks ago. Aww. You look incredible. You're in such fine shape. Stop. How, no, how much lighter... Now, so I am fifty, approximately fifty six, fifty seven now, but I'm five foot nine, so it's like quite relative. And back then, I was fifty. Wow! So take six or seven kilos off; it's quite a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. But for runway, it's important to be kind of stripped of everything. Well, I the thing is, I thought that this is what I'm saying because I was around this, and because I saw so many thin girls, and that was your normality. Well, I thought, well, in order to do that, I need to do this. In order to get on that runway, oh, in order to get that job, that editorial, particularly editorial modelling, because it is quite futuristic. It's not your commercial everyday woman smiling in a bikini. You know, it's it's artistic. It's creative. It's different. You've they want the clothes to sort of. It's just. That's what I thought I needed to be. So, uh, yeah, I would have a small bowl of cereal for breakfast, maybe an apple and some some chicken at lunch, uh, and then for dinner I would have the, the massive bowl of salad with no dressing and tuna. I would never have any oils, never had any sauces. It would always be the chicken breast. I would, ne- I would If it had any bit of fat on it, I would take it off. I was so anal, I swear to God. Oh, it was just not a nice place to be in. And I remember like I would go out to a cafe with my friends if I'd come home at Christmas time and they would they would order their caramel lattes and I'd just look at that and go, How c- that has got so many calories in there. And I would be counting every calorie and it was the most horrible place to be in mentally. Oh, I'm so glad I got out of there quick smart. How did you find your way out of there? I think it's as I kept coming back home. And then when I moved to New York, I started doing a bit more commercial work and I lived with this incredible roommate. Hang on, wait a second. How did you get to New York City? Because oh. that's quite a jump. That's quite a jump um, from Townsville. Even though you'd spent time in Singapore, that's quite yeah, a jump. How did they find you? Same scenario. An agency in 
New York wanted me over to work with them. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a client over there that wanted to book me for a job. So I flew over for the job and then met with another agency and then started working with them. So I kind of just jumped from country to country yeah. working on contracts. Where did you live in New York? Uh, Lower East oh, on fantastic. 8th Avenue, St. Mark's Place. Oh, my God. Yeah, awesome. That is the dumpling man on oh, St. Mark's du- Place. Sushi, dumpling, everything. And that tea shop, Tivana? Tea, tea, tea shop. There's a tea shop on St. Mark's Place and it right next to the dumpling store. Dumpling Man makes vegan dumplings. Se- Second Avenue and 8th Street. Amazing. Oh, best place. And How um, old were you? 17. You're 17 years old. So Singapore wasn't very long. Uh, no, Singapore was six months. Yeah. And then uh, New York was a year. 17 years old in New York City. 17 to 18. I remember on my 18th birthday, I was not with anyone, family, friends or anything. I had a party when I came back um, to celebrate, but I remember spending New Year's Eve in my bed in New York because on the 1st of January I had a photo shoot in Pennsylvania and I needed to be up early. So I I, I went to bed at 10 o'clock and I remember waking up to the cheer of everyone at 12 o'clock. They were celebrating the New Year, coming into the New Year, and I was just like, oh, had this moment, I'm like, I'm in New York alone, lying here where I should be with my family and I've got to get up in four hours to go for a job. Right. Yeah, that was my feeling. If you want to dive into the full conversation with Rachel Finch, which I thoroughly recommend, you can find it back in uh, 2014, episode 39. Scroll back literally 450-something episodes and you'll get there. It's a great conversation. We talk about her number one about why she got married, what it was like to go to Singapore as a teenager by herself to go modeling, and was it like being alone in New York as a teenager by herself? It's great. Great listen. Thank you so much to everyone that helped me make this show. Thanks to Abby Benno, who produced the show, Andy Ma, who did audio and video post, Ben Richardson, my partner, business partner, and um, Toe Hider, who made the music. I'll see you on Friday. Thanks for listening. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.